Ah, uh, yeah, you can only imagine there was a big old fiesta going on down there in Cork last night with the uh, lifting of the premiere. And as I said, I'm here Mike's side. We got off to a little dodgy start there, but we're all good. And Mr. O'Brien is on the phone from the north of Ontario. How's it going, Marco? Ah, uh, it's going good here, pal. I'm up here on the north shore of Lake Joe, um, relaxing in the cottage here in the rain now. How about that? Oh I hear it's raining down there as well, but it's fairly miserable up here, I'll tell you. Yeah, we have it. Uh, we have it bad down here now. We'll, we'll see what happens. We've we got it good now. In fairness, all of September ah, and yeah. all of October. So I suppose this is the this is what you'd be having, right? No complaining, but the colour of the trees up here is lovely. The, the leaves are starting to fall off, but it's still beautiful up here. 
lovely course, part of the world. Great lovely time of, of the year world. to be up there now in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a big congratulations to you, Kenny. Uh, Sligo survived the um, the League of Ireland there. They're staying up in the top flight. Well done. They did indeed with a, a really enthralling nil-nil tie with Drogheda <laughs> last night uh, uh, up there in County Loud they were. and But uh, uh, God love Galway now. They gave it a great shot. They played um, Dundalk in Galway last night and I caught a little bit of, of it um, on, on the telly last night. And they were down 3-1 to Dundalk, fought back to 3-3 and needed the winning goal. And, of course, as they kept pressing to get the winning goal, Dundalk hit them on the counter and oh, beat them 4-3. So that kind of sealed it then that St. Pat's, who also had a, a, a draw with Derry 1-1 and Rovers draw, that was enough then to keep uh, both of them up. And poor old Galway will join Finn Harps and Drogheda and drop right. down because of the uh, the new rule this year three teams going down only one coming up so there'll be ten teams in the Irish Premier next week oh I didn't know that, that uh, is, that's, uh, that's interesting that's the, that's the sky there now yeah Bowes beat Finn Harps 3-1 last night but they were already going and Shams beat Limerick 2-1 right so that's how it all ended it's all done and dusted they'll be partying yeah. down in Cork and uh, that's the way to have it Cork oh, back man. at the top so, yeah, well and uh, of course Sligo are in the news again this week. They have a new uh, football manager, Kenny. Yes, indeed, and a fellow that you played alongside. If uh, I played alongside with, and uh, I, I was in touch with him during the week, and he's going to come on our show and have a chat with us next week. Believe it or not, brilliant um, stuff. Cahill Corey, is it? Cahill Corey, yeah, and he's from a place called Kildress in County Tyrone. And um, anyways, and now had an awful lot of success at club level. And uh, he was actually in line for the Donegal job there at one stage, but he kept competing with Donegal lads for the job. But anyway, he's a very, very uh, cool customer. And uh, he's actually brought in another great player from Derry, Tony Scullion, as his assistant. So I can tell you this much, uh, Sligo um, can't, won't be blaming management at the end of the year. But um, anyway, it should be, a great, uh, should be a great conversation with him to see how he... You know, how does he address his players in the first meeting? What kind of goals do you set for... Um, what kind of goals would you set in Sligo, for God's sake, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's mean now. Anyway. Get out of Connacht first, anyway. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But he lived in Toronto here for a little while, and uh, he played with the Toronto Gales uh, years and years ago. So, But a lovely fella. Look forward to chatting to him, Kenny. Brilliant. That'll be good. Have him on yeah. the show, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll enjoy the chat with him, and maybe that trip to London becomes... Even more so locked down in the old calendar than next year. You're doing your best to convert us all to Sligo fans. Huh? We'll get, a, we'll get an old plane over there. It'll be good. Get two, two wears out of that jersey. <laughs> Why not? Why not? You don't want to be having a gathering dust. Uh, come here, listen, just switching gears too to another sport. I did watch the Connacht Munster game last night, yesterday yeah. afternoon, of course, here. But uh, 2016 to Connacht up there in Galway at the sports ground. So a great win over Munster. And uh, your pal Ger was uh, saying that Munster only put out their under-13s to me this morning when I was giving him a bit of shtick about that. But <laughs> it was not, uh, although Munster did have a red card in it. Um, maybe a little bit harsh, might have uh, a yellow yeah. might have been uh, the call. But anyway, the ref had a good look at it. He went up to the video review yeah. and uh, a red card was uh, was issued. So anyway, Connacht went on, won it 2016. So a nice little nice little win, a, a confidence booster for uh, the boys from the West. A good victory, a good victory. And then uh, Leinster's up in Ulster today. That ca- that uh, will be on at uh, half one our time here. So That'll be a good tilt. That'll be a very good tilt. 
And uh, we had a great day last Saturday, the day at the races. Congratulations to the Ireland Fund of Canada, Ethna and her committee. And, um, of course, um, all of the folks who put in all the hard work. Oliver Murray yeah. was there and, uh, you know, everyone did a great job. A super day out. If you've never been to it, you have to, you have to get there. We weren't too lucky on the old ponies now. We weren't, but uh, we started off we good. Had, we've got to, got to meet a very interesting man there now, uh, and you were a relatively new arrival in the city. Um, knows his horses very well, so it was very interesting to, to rub shoulders with him. Yes, a trainer he's out here, and a very interesting a story. He's a very interesting story. Yeah, we'll get him on the radio now someday, and uh, he'll fascinate our listeners with that stuff. Yeah, Niall Collum from the County Tipperary, and uh, very nice, very nice man, and we'll uh, definitely we'll have a chat with him. Uh, at some stage on the show and uh, get some background on it and uh, and a bit of his story because it is uh, a very interesting one indeed. It is, it is, yeah. All right. And, um, Paul Dunn is doing well out in just very quickly, Kenny. Yes. Paul Dunn doing quite well. Uh, Dustin Johnson looks like he's he's home and dry. He's six-shot lead, but uh, Dunn there is in the top 15, so he's still hanging around, which is great news. Ah, oh, brilliant. Good <laughs> stuff. That's good. Yeah. But somebody to cheer and, um, on, and that's great. I do, I do know Kenny at the bottom of the hour very quickly. I know you want to get on oh, with yeah. the music that um, right. uh, Danny McFadden is going to be calling in from the Roger Casements Club to talk yes. about a fundraiser uh, for Leanne Walsh, and uh, that, that the news hasn't got any better uh, in that situation. So um, I would ask our listeners if they can hang in and listen for details on a fundraising event going on. Um, in the city for that young woman, um, that would be great, Kenny. Yeah, very, uh, very sad story. So we will have Danny on to uh, to chat about that, and um, we'll get people dipping their hand in their pocket Absolutely. as they normally do around here. They do, and, well, uh, and help out. Yeah, good stuff. All right, pal. Very good. Well, listen. Try and stay dry, and I will. Uh, and we'll um, chat to you next week back in studio. Have a great show, Kenny. All the best. Good luck. Okay. Here's, Bye. All right. Good stuff. Here we go with a bit of music.
Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavourful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate, available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13, more hops, more taste, more character. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub at Atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416 815 7562. All right, on the line we have Desmond Devoy with the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, Ken. Great to be talking with you. And good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Six car hijackings and two assaults in the space of eight hours in the capital. Joseph Rafferty, 37, stands accused of some serious crimes after allegedly setting Gardaí on a one-man armed crime spree across Dublin this past Monday in what is said to have started as a domestic assault call. The Herald reports that the emergency response unit were called in to help apprehend the suspect. However, in a bizarre move, Rafferty managed to pause long enough to pay for fizzy drinks and sweets at a service station before continuing his rampage. Rafferty is currently serving a driving ban and had been previously convicted in Britain for his role in a carjacking there. Rafferty allegedly took his partner's car from her house in Talla at 6.20 in the morning Irish time, driving it around Jobstown before crashing it in the Russell Square area. He then stole or hijacked a van, which he later abandoned in Whitestown Way. He then went to a house in the Watergate area of Tala and rang the doorbell while holding a machine gun. Rafferty smashed the front door with the butt of the gun and hit the occupant of the house in the head before demanding the man's car keys and driving off to buy his sweets and drink. The guardie's search for Rafferty continued for the morning. By now, Rafferty had abandoned the stolen car in a parking lot on the Nace Road and stole another car as guardie descended on the area. Within minutes, he then ditched the Volvo from the Nace Road and stole a Subaru from a car dealership as swarms of Gardaí patrol cars poured into Tala and City West with helicopters flying overhead. He finally took over a Mercedes with Gardaí chasing him towards City West Shopping Centre. The pursuit ended at the shopping centre when Rafferty was arrested following a scuffle shortly after 2pm. Rafferty has more than 20 convictions in Ireland and Britain for robbery, carjacking and causing criminal damage with a petrol bomb. Well, a follow-up to some criminal stories we've been bringing you of late. Firstly, disgraced sports writer and author Tom Humphreys was this week sentenced to two and a half years in prison for after being found guilty of raping a schoolgirl. The Dublin Rape Crisis Centre has roundly criticised the sentence handed down by Judge Karen O'Connor, calling it too lenient. Humphreys, 54, a former writer with the Irish Times, sent the young girl more than 16,000 text messages and was a volunteer and coach with junior girls' GAA teams. Meanwhile, in Northern Ireland, a 20-year-old student has admitted responsibility for the death of a classmate. Francis McDermott of Newtown Butler, County Fermanagh, 
pleaded guilty to manslaughter during a hearing at the Crown Court in Dungannon, County Tyrone. Ocean McGrath, 13, died on February 9, February 9, 2015, from head injuries inflicted four days earlier by McDermott on the grounds of the football pitch of St. Michael's College in Eskillen. After pleading guilty, McDermott, now a 20-year-old engineering student at the university, was released on bail. He'll be sentenced next month. Shortly after McGrath's death, his family allowed his organs to be donated to save the lives of five other people. In sports news this morning, a County Kilkenny GAA team should be glad that news that they had won an intermediate hurling title had garnered national headlines. But it's not that the team won that is generating all the talk, it's how the team celebrated afterwards that is. The County Kenny GAA is in the midst of an investigation into images and a video of members of the St. Patrick's Valley Ragged team taken on Tuesday night, which show naked players and players in the company of two strippers and the club's new intermediate hurling trophy. Other images show lewd acts being committed. The local GAA would only say that the event was not sanctioned by the GAA. Former Kilkenny GAA star DJ Kerry told the Irish Independent that he was, quote, surprised and disappointed at the images, but added that it appeared that it was more likely the fault of individuals than the club for the indecent behavior. He added that the Cup should not have been involved in such a raucous and raunchy environment. The team is due to take on Kildare champions Ard Claw in a Leinster intermediate game in Newbridge on November 4th. Well, this week in Irish history, on October 28, 1976, Sinn Féin Vice President Marie Drum was murdered while lying in a hospital bed in the Matter Hospital in Belfast, shot dead by Loyalist terrorists. She was recovering from eye surgery. On October 27, 1651, the Siege of Limerick ends with the city's defender, Hugh Dub O'Neill, surrendering to Oliver Cromwell's son-in-law, Henry Ireton. On October 23, 1969, Dublin-born playwright Samuel Beckett, best known for his experimental plays like Waiting for Godot, wins the Nobel Prize for Literature. On October 23, 1970, Government Minister Charles Haughey, along with Captain James Kelly, Belfast Republican John Kelly, and Belgian national Albert Lux, were acquitted of attempting to import arms into Ireland for the IRA. On October 22, 1935, Dublin-born Sir Edward Carson dies. He founded the Ulster Unionist Party in 1905, the paramilitary Ulster Volunteer Force in 1912, and was the first signatory of the Ulster Covenant in 1912, which opposed Home Rule for Ireland. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends over at Aer Lingus. Travelling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slongo Foil.
Lovely stuff. That's a couple of jigs there. Tom Ward's Downfall and Willie Coleman. And it's off a uh, Galen uh, album. They've uh, started to reissue some classic recordings. And this that was from the uh, classic album 1985, The Keane Family. It features music and song by Dolores, Sean Keane, their siblings, their parents, Matt and Bridie, and their aunts, Rita and Siri, uh, Sarah. And um, in the liner notes there, Dolores writes that her earliest, uh, my earliest recollections of music and singing were when I was about the age of three. And my grandmother's house, where I spent much of my childhood, I was often visited by many fine musicians and singers, among them Willie Clancy, Morchine Burns, Sean Ochdonica, and uh, many others from the neighbouring villages. During the music sessions at the house, the noble call was operated amongst the gathering and the company. And even at the age of four or five, I was expected to do me bit. This was encouraged me, of course, to learn songs and tunes. So there you go. That's how Dolores and Sean got their start there. So fair play to them. And uh, here we go with another bit of music, a little bit of country here. Never care. We'll just be brave and strong, and someday they'll see they're wrong. Let them call our love a backstreet affair. Good man, Mick Flavin and Backstreet Affair. Well, uh, we talked off the top that I'd be joined on the show uh, this morning um, by Danny McFadden. And Danny, thanks very much for uh, calling in and taking the time out. Um, maybe you can give us a little bit of uh, 
News on your, your pal, uh, Leanne, from the Roger Casements team. Yeah, so I'm just going to tell you a little bit about Leanne. Um, Leanne Bennett um, is a friend of ours. She's 27 years old. She's originally from County Limerick. She's been over here for the last uh, year and a half on a two-year working holiday visa. Um, so she's unfortunately been diagnosed with small cell lung cancer. It's at an advanced stage, which is the stage four stage. Um, her cancer is gene-specific, and the doctors are the plans targeted with a specific drug. Um, so last week, we unfortunately found out that this cancer is actually stage four incurable cancer, um, which is very, very, very hard news on Leanne and you know, everyone else, her family and friends. Um, so what um, the doctors are trying to do, they're just trying to use this medication, um, which is unfortunately not covered by the Canadian government or her insurance, um, basically to prolong her life right now. Um, so... What I'm here today to say is just to let you know about a fundraiser we'll be holding next week, um, Saturday, November 4th at Quinn's Steakhouse and Bar. Um, so the tickets we're selling are $20 each, um, and basically all the money will be going towards her to prolong her life, to give her as much quality of life as she can. Um, she's been through enough heartache as it is. Um, as probably most of you are aware, I was on the show last week, a Hugo Strani show, saying about her parents have passed away at a young age when she was um, very young as well from cancer. So she's been through enough heartache and um, it's just very hard hard on her. So yeah, just letting everyone aware of um, our fundraiser and if anyone can donate or, you know, pay the $20, we're going to have a raffle or jersey night down at um, Quinn's Bar at Richmond, 96 Richmond Street. Well, Danny, the community is always very good at getting together and, and helping folks out. So uh, down again at Quinn's Steakhouse, and that is um, uh, on next Saturday at 8 p.m. There's also a way to you have a crowdfunding uh, website as well that people can donate if they can't make it to the event. Uh, do you we want do, to give yeah. the information out on that too, Danny? Yeah, so the website, if you can, if you can't make it to the event, um, the website is www.justgiven.com. Um, if you just search that and then go to the search bar, type Leanne Bennett. Um, Leanne is spelt with two E, so L-L-L-E-E-A-N-N-E, and then Bennett. Um, that'll pop up. And any donation, you know, big or small, whatever you can manage, we're grateful for absolutely everything. Um, if you have no access to the internet, um, you can call myself on my cell phone, 647-401-9007, and get in contact with me. You know, I can meet you for a donation or um, can send a check, whatever you like. Um, yeah, everything's great. You know, the community has come together. We're, it's unbelievable. I, like, I can't get over how much the Irish community, even the Canadian community, has come together on this. You know, it's very, very special to everyone. Sure they would. I mean, this is obviously a very tough situation. And you were saying, Danny, that Leanne lost both her parents. Does she have siblings or anybody, is, anybody out from Ireland? Yeah, she has four sisters. Um, two of them are out. One is left on Friday and the other one will be here till next week. And then we're hoping to try and get the other two out um, in the coming weeks also, just, you know, to be with her through her um, radiation. Yeah. yeah, God love her. And you're, you have a target of 50,000 for this, uh, this treatment. Um, That's right, yeah. Things are going, going well so far, are they? Things are going very well. You know, um, we got to halfway point now already. We're trying to push it for a little bit more, you know. Just um, when the time comes, like I said, it's uh, incurable. So just to give her the best quality of life she has, um, you know, just different things because she will be staying here for quite some time until uh, she has to go back home. But, um, yeah, so she has her four sisters and um, the support group around her over here is unbelievable. So, yeah, we, I just want to thank you, everyone, for giving donations. Whoever's given donations, like I said, big or small, anything can. 
No problem, Danny. Uh, again, thanks very much. It's a tough time for you, your teammates, and obviously Leanne and her and her, and her uh, siblings that are here. Uh, we just wish her uh, the best uh, possible uh, care between now and and uh, when when the time comes. But uh, we wish you all the best, and, and we'll uh, announce this again on our calendar of events, and we'll have it up on our website a little bit later as well as to where people can uh, can donate. So again, justgiving.com, crowdfunding, and type in Leanne Bennett. And uh, right. you'll be able to uh, get that. And if you can, make it down to the uh, to the event at Quinn's next weekend, next Saturday at 8 p.m. Perfect. Thank you. All right, Danny. Take care of yourself. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. There you go, folks. Well, uh, thanks for uh, Danny for calling in. And, um, you know, if you can, please donate. Uh, it's obviously very important to give uh, poor Leanne an opportunity here for the rest of uh, her days here.
that's Keela from their uh, fairly recent album Alive B.O. and uh, it's actually their 19th album and third live release Charlie Dorley's a big fan of Keela and uh, fair play to him he put me on to them a couple of years ago loved their stuff and uh, of course they were formed in the late 80s in Dublin and uh, they're always on tour as well so fair play to uh, Tequila that's uh, mighty mighty stuff When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, It's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, I'm here with Mairead and Elaine. They're both in town from DCU. And ladies, you're very welcome to Kyologus Crack. Thank you very much. <laughs> of course, you'd have to say that because you're both fluent Irish speakers and you're here promoting the language and the culture for a brand new course at DCU available online. Give us a little bit of background there, Mairead, on that. So this course is a taster course for the diaspora globally and people who want to learn a little bit more about Irish language and culture. It's being supported by the Irish government and the Department of Culture, Heritage and the Gaeltacht under their 20-year strategy for the Irish language. And basically it's to get people who have an interest in the language and all different aspects of the culture um, to give them the chance to go and to learn the language. We're not emphasising grammar, we're emphasising um, how the language is part of our identity, the Irish identity, and how that's evolved. And we go through to a lot of the cultural things that are associated with the language. So, yeah, it's it's really there to get people and to connect people from all around the world. Very good. And Elaine, tell us how someone can maybe sign up for uh, taking a course. So it will be available on the future... Learn platform, which is um, an international platform for MOOCs, so massive open online courses, and um, it's on www.futurelearn.com. Um, it's you'll see that the course is there now, um, and soon you'll be able to register um, as we hope to launch in January 2018. Excellent. So January is the date we should be looking out for, and you'll keep us posted, I'm sure, at Keologus Crack as Absolutely. when we can do that. Uh, Mairead, uh, tell us a little bit about the cost of this. Is there a cost to people signing up on this? No, this is a totally free course. Um, the only cost that will be there with the Future Learn platform because they have to cover their costs. But what they, if you want to have an assessment completed in it or anything like that, that, there could be a cost for that. But basically, you can access all the content and do it and get a certificate of participation. But if you want a certificate to say you got X number of credits, that's a different thing. But it's open and it's free and it's online for anybody who's interested in Irish language and culture. Very good. So by the time you're finished this, Elaine, will you be able to speak Oscar? We'd definitely be able to say you're cupola focal. So, you know, 
initial interactions with people, inter introducing yourself, asking someone how they are, but also having that whole cultural knowledge about where this is coming from and how it was used originally. And, and um, you know, that, that whole thing that everyone likes talking about is Irish names and how it's so hard to pronounce people's names and they don't definitely don't look like they're pronounced. <laughs> well, it's not only Irish names because I don't know if you've noticed in Canada, is this your first time to uh, Toronto? It is, yeah. <laughs> We're quite a multicultural city. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, my three children are named Brogan, Ronan and Cormac. And when we had them first, we thought that people might have a difficult time pronouncing their names. But you want to see some of the class reports that we have come <laughs> home. So it's not just Irish names anymore, obviously, in a place like this. But that's great. It's really uh, yeah. it's, it, it's delightful, actually, to see that the government is taking this initiative and uh, putting this out there. So uh, once again, give it out to our listeners where they can go to find more information about this. So it's the FutureLearn platform. So it's www.futurelearn.com. Wonderful. All right. Yeah. Great yeah. stuff. You're very welcome. Thanks for coming on, Keologus Craig. Thank you, yeah. Good times, and we've 
dried each other's tears. Heavens blessed us with a love that's lasted twenty years. Ah, lovely stuff there. Big Tom and Margot, a performance on the Late Late Show there with a love that's lasted through the years. Send that out to all our listeners who are still making a go of it. Fair play to you. And uh, maybe another big shout out to uh, my dad, who's uh, back home after nine weeks up there in the Rehabilitation Centre, the National Rehabilitation Centre in Dunleary. A big shout out to all the folks up there who do a marvellous job looking after the patients. And uh, he's back now with Mammy. And he's got the new leg and uh, he's feeling like a new man. So fair play to you. A love that lasted through the years. All right. It's time for the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And uh, we've got lots of stuff happening in the community. The Galway Arms tonight, if you want to uh, have a little oyster or two, get down there. They are having their annual oyster festival with live music and freshly shucked oysters. And, of course, creamy pints of Guinness and Hop House 13 will be poured down there as well. It's all kicking off at 4 p.m. The Friends of Sinn Féin commemoration of 1981 hunger strike on Saturday, October the 28th, that's tonight, of course, at McVeigh's Irish Pub down at 124 Church Street. The doors are opening at half seven, and there'll be a film there, The H-Block Hunger Strike. Tickets are $15, and you can give them a call at 416-402-3729. Tomorrow is the 27th annual Mass of Memory. It takes place at St. Paul's Basilica, 83 Power Street. And... um, that's on at uh, 3 p.m. tomorrow. There's a prelude of uh, sacred and Celtic music by the Irish Choral Society, and that's followed Im- immediately by the uh, Mass of Memory. The reception will be in the church hall right after the Mass. And if you'd like to have the names of any deceased family or friends who've passed away in the last year read out, then please give Mairead a call at 416 264 5363 and I had an email from Narita last night and she said that Ambassador Kelly will be there so you can come down and uh, see the Ambassador as well and then next weekend we had Danny McFadden on to tell us about Leanne Bennett the Roger Casements um, team will be holding a fundraiser down at Quinn's Steakhouse and Irish Bar in, in uh, Toronto of course on November the 4th at 8pm so if you can get down there folks and give them a donation. It will be greatly appreciated. Uh, the uh, proceeds, of course, are going to give Leanne the best possible life care uh, that they can uh, afford. And they are trying to raise 50000 And again, if you missed the interview, they're also doing a crowdfunding piece. So just if you go to the website justgiving.com and type in Leanne Bennett, that's L-E-E-A-N-N-E, Bennett, uh, you can uh, 
give a donation there and we'll be making one for sure from Keologus Crack. Danny Doyle, the author of uh, the book Mila Mila Ikian, the uh, Irish language in Canada, is uh, going to be a guest speaker and he will be on in the discussion room in the Toronto Reference Library at 789 Young Street and that's just there uh, a block north of uh, Bloor on Young and that's on Saturday, November the 4th at 2pm and the presentation of course is free of charge. Everybody's welcome. Friends of Sinn Féin Canada, their annual dinner is taking place on Friday, November the 10th at the Hot House Restaurant, 35 Church Street. The guest speaker will be Matt Carty, Sinn Féin MEP for the newly created Midlands North and West constituency. A link uh, You can find a link to uh, Matt's biography on the um, Friends of Sinn Féin website. Tickets are $125 per person and they're available from the usual sources. The 12th annual Wellington 5K run uh, is taking place on November the 12th at noon. That's down at the Boardwalk and Windermere at Lakeshore uh, Boulevard. The Bollard Trophy is up for the winner of the 5K run. The Hamill Trophy is up for the winner of the Masters. And, of course, there'll be a first, second, and uh, third place uh, for the men's and ladies. Entry forms are available at the start of the race. And for more information, you give Jim O'Brien a call at 905-273-9879. The uh, Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce annual quiz has taken place at the Hot House Cafe on Church Street. It's uh, coming back on November the 16th. And, of course, your ringmaster, quizmaster, Michael Monaghan, will be there asking all the, the questions. And the dancing is back as well. Maureen is uh, conducting all her classes on, um, in Toronto on Wednesdays at the Emerald Isle Senior Centre. Children are from half five to half seven, adults from half seven to half nine. Um, in Hamilton at the Corktown Pub and in Mississauga at the Irish Supporters Club. And on Thursdays, she's at the All Saints High School in Whitby. So uh, lots there from Maureen. Get in touch with her at 416-446-6993. For all the information on the uh, Guinness Community Calendar of Events, of course, you can go to our website, saturdayirishradio.com. Oh, and I do have another entry in too. It's the Irish Choral Society and the Noonan Band. They're presenting Feeling Groovy, a concert of choir and solo hits featuring music from the 1970s. And that's coming up on Friday, November the 10th. Doors open at 7 p.m. and the concert starts at 8 p.m. And it's at St. Bonaventure's Church Hall. That's up there on uh, Leslie Street. The Leslie Street, 1300 Leslie Street. Tickets are $20, and it is a family-friendly event. Kids 12 and under are free. There'll be beer and wine and non-alcoholic drinks all available. And uh, for uh, ticket purchases, you can give them a call at 416-759-2124. And there also is a second concert on this, and it's uh, taking place on Saturday, November the 18th. And again, the doors will open at 7 p.m. and the concert starts at 8 p.m. But that one is taking place at the Transact Club on Brunswick Avenue. There you go, folks. It's a busy calendar as usual in the community. And uh, get out there and enjoy some of the events. Sorry about that. We're having a, a little mouse here in the studio today. Well, we'll get on with uh, this track here.
All right, folks, there you go. At the end of another show, another hour. Have a great week. We'll go out here with a bit of Gord Downey and the Tragically Hip. for our Irish community 